When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Joe Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Kendra Winchester is with me, and she's talking about audiobooks that's kicking off her new year and can kick off ours. Hey, Kendra, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Okay, we're ready. All right. Well, I am so excited to talk about this book. I need to just focus here because They're Going to Love You by Meg Howery, which is also read by Meg Howery, is a stunning audiobook. And the fact that the author performs it to such a degree is just phenomenal. This book is sort of like a coming of age story, but really a woman in her 40s coming of age as well. And it's just a very complex, beautiful narrative. And it's a novel. Yes, it is a novel about Carlisle, and she grew up in the 80s and 90s. Her parents are divorced dancers, and so she really wants to dance like her parents. And then we also jump in the narrative to her present when she's in her 40s. She's now a choreographer, not necessarily a dancer, and she's estranged from her father, and and we don't know why. And how is Meg Howery as a narrator? You said you really enjoyed listening to her read. What did you think about her ability to be able to characterize other people's voices throughout the novel? She does a incredible job of just teasing out the emotional intimacy from her writing. So she will describe something and she does the she goes quiet she uses that space and then she has touches of people's voices but not over the top either and i think her writing is so subtle it could have been really easy to like overact you know the audiobook mm-hmm. but she strikes that perfect balance well this is i think her fourth novel or so and she herself is a former dancer she danced with the joffrey ballet Yes. And I have never, I've never danced in my life. That's just not a skill set that I have been blessed with. But her description of dance helped me visualize it as a non-dancer and made me want to be a dancer. That incredible love for the art just oozes off the page in the best way. And would you say the book is mostly about these family relationships? Definitely. It's really primarily focused on Carlisle's relationship with her father, Robert, and his partner, James. And so she grows up with a queer father and, you know, his husband, essentially, they eventually get married. And uh, you also have, you know, the AIDS crisis of the 80s and 90s in Manhattan, where her father lives like as a backdrop. So there is a lot going on in the book. And it really 
just you keep seeing these characters circle around each other and as their relationships change. Well, why don't we hear a little bit of it? Do you need to set this up? Well, this is a section of the audiobook where you listen to Meg Howry narrate a fifth position and describing it to you. And this is where that love of dance comes through. Okay, this is They're Going to Love You, It's Written and Read by Meg Howery. Feel what I feel. Stand with your legs together, toes pointing forward. Open your hips so the backs of your knees are touching. Slide the heel of one foot in front of the other until it meets the toes. This is fifth position. Under certain conditions, flexibility, training, your two feet will be firmly locked together, heel to toe, and toe to heel. Your knees will be straight, your pelvis will sit squarely above your knees. It's not natural, but it is elegant. Da Vinci's Vitruvian man, but pulled together and not human spreading all over the place. Contained. Fifth is a position to begin things from. Fifth is a frequent point of return. It's also itself, movement, dance, even if it is still, see what I see. That is some beautiful writing. I love that. Not natural, but elegant. Yes. Lovely. Her voice is so well done. And I really am now interested, like if she, she would read other things besides her own work, or is that just something she does with her own novels? So I guess time will tell. Yeah, I guess time will. But This sounds like a really interesting book, and it does sound like it has a little bit of a reveal to it as as the book wraps up. It does. There are a lot of plot twists, so forgive me if I've been jumping around, but I don't want to spoil anything for the listeners because every... Every plot, it's so good. I know, because even as you're talking, I'm thinking, okay, well, well, why is she estranged from her father exactly. for so long? I mean, you know. <laughs> and don't tell us, because we'll listen. Well, I encourage everyone to go out and listen for themselves, because it's just, it's just that good. That good, friends. That's great. Kendra, thank you. That's They're Going to Love You, written and read by Meg Howery. And Kendra, we will talk again tomorrow. Looking forward to it. As am I. Thank you. Today, a bonus edition of Behind the Mic. Author Brad Meltzer and Golden Voice Scott Brick talk about their two decades-long partnership. When my grandmother, years ago, was going blind and deaf, the only books, before anyone was really into audiobooks, she could only use an audiobook because she just couldn't see anymore. So she could hear a little, but she couldn't see. And I gave her Scott's first recording that he ever did, a thriller of mine called The First Council. Mm Mm-hmm. And I waited for her reply, and she said, Darling, I got to tell you, he sounds handsome. (laughs) And that's when I knew we had our guy. That was it. He has told me that story so many times, Joe. And uh, whenever we exchange a a text or an email, and I let him know, Hey, I'm getting started in the studio pretty quick. And he'll text back, and he'll say, You sound handsome as ever. (laughs) (laughs) That's today, a bonus edition of Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Brad Meltzer and Scott Brick. Don't miss it. Support for Behind the Mic comes from author Rob White's The Maestro Monocle, a punch audio production. And follow Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts. And then leave us a rating on Apple because it does help people to find us. I'm Jill Reed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.